Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> Good to be back. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. You just got back. Yes. I just got back from Hawaii, a 10, 12 day vacation on the big mm. island of Hawaii. Um, and came back to negative 40. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. It was rough. I felt really bad for you guys. <laughs> I think of... people were really concerned about me. <laughs> I, um, it was my first like family vacation with my kids and my husband and my parents went, um, and we hadn't, well, yeah, our first family vacation, but yeah. also I hadn't been on vacation in, um, a little while and the weather was so beautiful and everything so alive and thriving. <laughs> green. Green. Yes. And uh it's like a 40 minute drive from the from where we were staying to the airport. And I'm not gonna lie, I sobbed like the whole time, the whole way to the airport. No. So much that Alonso was like, Are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? I was like, Nope, I don't. Just leave me alone. Okay. I'm just sad. Yeah. That's um funny. But my, my two kids were very excited to be home and just yeah. like be in their home. And yeah, it's not as bad. Once I was back, it wasn't as bad. I was being a little dramatic, but <laughs> it was nice. No, not you. <laughs> um, well, I'm happy to have you back. Yeah. Thanks. Even though I'm not, you know, I understand. I'm sorry <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> that the weather sucks here. We'll just go back. <laughs> yeah. Together would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is going to be a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a new guest. Yeah. Our, uh, our first new guest of the second season. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, his name is Josh. He is the uh, founder of Kind Lips, um, which we are, uh, uh, I have on right now. Mm-hmm. Do you? No, not yet. <laughs> no? Okay. It smells delicious. Though, the chapstick. <laughs> um, well, welcome, Josh, to Mental Maintenance. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, how are you doing today? I, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm great. No, just listening about your trip to Hawaii, and that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Um, definitely needed. I don't know about Minnesota, but our winters are long, so this is kind of like in the middle, so it's good to kind of get out. Yeah, I feel like, you know, once a month is, if I can get away somewhere mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to take advantage of that and do it because just for mental health of getting seeing vitamin d or getting vitamin d seeing the sun just like not wearing a coat or putting boots on <laughs> yes yeah. yeah i think so. that was um a big trigger for me it was mm-hmm. like wow i can't just like walk outside when i get <laughs> home or um and it really puts into perspective how much the sun really affects or can affect yeah. our mental health yeah yeah, I used to do um, real estate in Minnesota and it was, and I've just always paid attention to um, people's behaviors. I don't, that's just kind of like part of my human nature. And it was so apparent, like come December, people would be much crabbier and shorter. And then like January, February was like the ultimate, like no one had any <laughs> peace like about them and no one had any patience for anybody else. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. I felt like everybody was just mad and depressed and and it was, then it would change as spring came about, then people yeah. would be happier and more excited. And, and I just, I mean, every year it was the same thing. And, you know, so I, I, to your point, I'd really noticed how much of an impact the sun and the light actually has mm-hmm. on people's happiness. Absolutely. Yeah. And so is in Minnesota is it gets darker in the winter there too? Probably not as much as us. Yeah. I would say like four 30, you know, about okay. four thirty PM, it gets dark and gets light at eight o'clock, eight AM. So. Okay. Yeah. 
about there? Right um, now we're at, I think the sun rises at like 10.50. Yeah. And I think sunset is like, like 2.30. Just shy of 3 p.m. Yeah, we're like at the darkest point. Um, the solstice, so the 21st of December is when we'll, it'll, yeah. we'll start gaining light again. And I think on that day, we literally have like less than three hours of sunlight. It's crazy. So, yeah. But in the summer, then you get the opposite, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah out and about yeah and it, it is amazing like i i will say like i think everyone here questions why they live here in the winter time and then in the summertime it's like oh my gosh i love where i live like it's so great <laughs> it's well that's exactly the same thing here so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably even in the really warm places too they're probably like why am i here it's so hot and true humid in the summertime that's so. true <laughs> yeah that's true. When we were um, in Hawaii, the last few days were really, really windy. And actually some of the locals were saying that all the visitors were like, wow, it's so windy. Is this normal? And they were like, I don't know, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> it's so hot here all the time. Like, don't complain yeah. about it, please. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it's always, it's all perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so kind lips, we're super excited that we're collaborating on this, um, episode because you created this company, a chapstick company, um, with the mind or support behind ending bullying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I was starting the company, I wanted it to be a behavior modification tool. So what I had gone through in life, I, I went to school to be a special education teacher. And so that was my degree and I learned a lot of behavior management stuff. And so I had taken some of those principles and used them in my own life in other ways. And so I've always kind of went through this like phase or still a minute of like self-development. And I was like, I just want to, when I started Lip Balm Company, I wanted a reminder to speak kind words. I wanted it to be a reminder to, to say something kind every time I put it on. Um, and, and the, the proceeds to go to end bullying kind of came about later on as the company started to develop. So in all honesty, that wasn't the intention of when I started it, but it was part of the company before anybody ever knew that it existed. So sure. yeah, yeah, I like that. The, the reminder to say something kind every time you put it on, I think that that's, um, really big. I'll, I'll do, I try and do stuff like that for myself where a certain thing will, I intend for it to trigger for me to do something. Yeah. So I really like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, for some reason, like this, I'm very cynical and, and I will like, I'll notice things and I'll like notice negative things and I'll like, and so now I have to, and whenever I notice something or I have a negative thought, I have to like, I'm to a point where I can replace it really quick with a positive thought or two positive thoughts. I'm still not at a point where I don't have those negative thoughts. So I'm like working there. So there's progress, yeah. you know? So, so yeah, this is, and I don't I know that we could ever get to a point to have zero negative. That's a really high bar, <laughs> but I just said it and I'm going for it. And if I don't have it there, I'm giving myself like the grace to, you know, not get there at the same time. I want to continue to work towards it. So, yeah, yeah that's a good sure. goal. I mean, you know, as mm -hmm. close as you can. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Worst case is that, you know, at least trying. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how, do, why, why lip balm? Like, how did you why was that the kind of like, what got you there? I thought every kid grows up wanting to start a lip balm company. And you know, <laughs> to do that. No, I, I mean, honestly, I thought I would, you know, go into be a professional athlete, probably like a lot of young 
kids and and then that didn't happen and went to school and did business and I wasn't enjoying doing business. So I switched to education. I went and did, um, I volunteered at a special Olympics event bowling and I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. So I went through all of college and and then uh, as I was student teaching, I realized like I didn't want to be in the school setting the way that the, the school systems were. I, I, that wasn't going to make me happy. And so I balanced around to a lot of jobs and I fell in, and I finally got into real estate and I fell in love with it. And I did it for nine years and woke up every morning, seven days a week. I mean, it's a, it's a tough job when yeah. you, it's a tough job to get going, but once you're going, it continues to be probably even more tough or difficult because of just so many different clients and it's seven days a week and you're on call all the time. And so, you know, I had to learn a lot of lessons about different boundaries and stuff, but, but I remember after about nine years, I woke up one morning, I didn't like it anymore. I was like, what? I'm not in love with this. And after about a year of having that thought, I was finally like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not, I'm not happy. And and it was hard because I'd built my business up. I had made, I was a top five realtor in Minneapolis and had a team working for me and was making a really good income. And, and so I knew if I was going to do something else, I had to try and like start a business. I couldn't go, I've never had a nine to five yeah. job. So I had to go start something. And I was sitting on my couch and being like, all right, what am I going to do with my life? I have no idea at this point. Like, I don't, you know, have any other really skills that I've developed and, and what kind of business could I start? And, and I looked out on my hand and I was twirling a lip balm and I was like, I've always been passionate about lip balm, but I've never really found one that I thought worked. Like, I feel like when I find a lip balm, I end up using it more than I should. I'm like, if I, if one works, yeah. I should only have to use it a couple times a day. So <laughs> sure. it was like, this can't be rocket science to make a lip balm that actually works. And, and I was like, that's weird. Like, I'm not. <laughs> no, next. And, uh, and I remembered a week, a week per a thought popped in my head because a week prior to the day I was, I was watching YouTube videos and like went down this rabbit hole, this Japanese scientist, his name was Dr. Emoto. And he did this study called the, the rice study. Um, and he took these three jars of rice and put a scoop of water and a scoop of rice in each one and covered them up. And he put each on a separate table and labeled one. He put love on it. The other one, he put hate. And the third one, he didn't write anything on it. And so he'd walk up to each one of the jars once a day and like say, I love you. I hate you. And the third one, he just stand in front of it. And at the end of the 30 days, you know, he had the whole thing recorded the jar. He didn't say anything to, it was kind of like brown and mushy. And the one he said, I hate you too. The rice had turned like black and moldy. And the one he said, I love you too. The rice was white and like healthier, like the way he put it in there. And I was like, wow, that's super interesting. Like, of course that could be manipulated. And so I started looking into that. And then he also had done a study where he took um, droplets of water and like prayed over the water or spoke positive words to the water and looked, froze it, looked at it under a microscope and it looked like a snowflake. Mm-hmm. He also do like another one where you take negative things to it and it looked blobbish. Huh. And so as I thought of the, the idea of the lip balm, I was, I remembered those videos and I was like, wow, like obviously like our words pass through our lips, you put lip balm on your lips. Like, um, you know, this is amazing. Like, I'm just going to actually call, I was thinking about the idea of blessed lips. I was like, I'm going to call it mm-hmm. blessed lips. It's going to be like prayed over. I'm going to market it towards like yogis, Christians, like kind of more of the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. And this will be like fun. And I was, you know, really it, at that time in my life, I was really, um, learning a lot about my faith and, and different stuff. And so, 
soon after that, like that same night, my mom called me and, and I told her kind of my idea and she, five seconds, she was off the phone. She's like, Oh, you're going to be great at wherever you do. I got to go. <laughs> like, All right. That kind of butt hurt a little bit. I was like, no, this is a really good idea. You know, I can't believe she didn't, you know, feed my ego a little bit more. And, um, so I went about fell asleep and, and all of a sudden the next morning at 6 a.m. right on the nose my phone's ringing and it was my mom and I thought great something's wrong why is she <laughs> calling me so early and I answered the phone and I'm like are you okay and she's like no, I'm fine but I had the most vivid dream I've ever had in my life and I'm not sure about you too but you know your mothers and 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 you know having a mom and she's always having dreams and especially if a mom says she's having a dream you're like taking cover. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so she's like, in this dream, you um, got in this massive fight with your sister. And she said, I said a bunch of really mean things to my sister in the dream. And um, so she punished me and she made me sit down at like a school desk. And she said, in the dream, she's standing over my shoulder watching me and, and she made me write sentences. And I had to write the law of kindness is on my lips. And she's telling me this. And she said, each time you wrote the law of kindness is on my lips, the words kind and lips flew off the page and hit her in the face. Mm. And I got chills chills as she's telling me this dream. And and I didn't exactly know where she was even going with this. Honestly, I thought she was, you know, recanting this dream. And (laughs) she's like, I think if you're going to start this lip balm company, you're supposed to call it kind lips. And I knew in that moment, I was like, you're right. It's a reminder to speak kind words. Yeah. Um, time you apply it and and that's kind of how the name came about so it's really fun to have um just a cool story to to have my mom be involved in it because she's one of my best friends and plays such a huge role in my life so to have her um so she totally redeemed herself as a moral story (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's awesome I, I I love how it transpired into that but still had like your core yeah um message like the message you wanted to get behind it but then yeah, her it was kind of like better. clicked yeah. together. Yeah, like all no, those yeah, it worked out. I mean, honestly, I think if it would have been called Blessed Lips, it probably would have never worked out. It's not, it's just not as, it's not the same. So I'm just yeah. so thankful that I have a mom that cares enough to, <laughs> to pay attention. I shouldn't have. And that remembers her, her dreams. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I love it. Um, so I'm curious, where did um, end bullying? How did that come into play. Yeah. So, you know, when I was a little kid, uh, we'd go to church and I, and I had to do chores every, every week I was homeschooled for, um, a part of my early youth. And so my day all started with chores, but we'd get a dollar a week for allowance and we'd go to church on Sunday and I always had to bring 10 cents in, um, to church and I hated it. I just wanted my whole dollar, save it up <laughs> on gum or baseball cards or whatever. And, um, so as I, got older you know I kind of stopped doing that and when I first start when I first got into real estate um, I just got real clear and intentional about donating again and so I started giving 10% of everything I made to church or charity and as I continued to become more successful financially um, I could afford to give more than 10% and I couldn't get myself to consistently give more than 10%. And so I was like, all right, if I'm starting this new company, I want to just give 20% right off the top. Otherwise, I'm never going to get there. And as I was thinking about like the intention and the purpose of kind lips, I knew it was to speak kind words and like that sending positivity out into um, the earth, hopefully. And it's just like, what what is out there that's negative and what is kind of the opposite of being kind? And it was bullying. And so 
you know, that it just made it fit so well together. And I was like, man, there's not enough organizations that are out there. Like there's a lot of stuff trying to end bowling, but not doing much for it. And I was like, you know, there's, I thought this was something that was tangible that each person could have with them on a daily basis. It could just be a reminder to be kind. And I thought, you know, it's almost negative saying to end bullying or to stop bullying. And I wanted to just focus on something positive. And I thought if we're, everyone's being kind and we're teaching people and reminding people to be kind, then bullying won't even exist. Yeah. It's just right. a natural so way. There won't even yeah. be a space for it to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I love that. Yeah. And I saw on the website that there are like packages that you can get for like classrooms. Yeah. So we're just, um, when I first started, like one of the first orders I had on the website was for 33 tubes. And that was, I was like, so stoked. I was like, that's amazing. That, you know, the biggest order I'd had. And someone and really so, likes chapstick. Yeah. And so this uh, same person that ordered, she reached out like three months later and sent the, you know, the hello at kind lips, uh, an email. And, and she's like, Hey, I bought these tubes and um, I'd like to talk to you about them. And I'm like, great you know, somebody's lips probably turning green or, (laughs) and, uh, so we set up a time to, to talk and she, uh, she said she was a third grade teacher and she had a classroom and it was the most difficult classroom that she'd ever taught behavior wise. And she said, um, she'd heard about our product and she's like, I thought it was cute. And so she's like, I bought one for each of my students and we just did a curriculum around being kind and that, um, each tube was a reminder to be kind. And she said, it's been three months since we did this. And she's like, it's now actually one of the most well-behaved classrooms I've ever had. Wow. And she said, like, the kids keep the tube in their desk. But, you know, if Johnny's being bad, then Susie says, Johnny, you better put your kind lips on. She doesn't <laughs> say, Johnny, you're being bad. You know? And so it, it, she's like, it's just a really good way to kind of put bumpers around each word and, and just kind of redirect kids into a positive behavior. And, you know, so I was like, wow, that's so cool. And thinking know well if it works for her classroom why can't it work for other schools as well so developed a um, I have a sister who's in the education system and writes curriculum so she helped me write great appropriate curriculum um, which was very helpful and and then we send these little cards out each student gets a tube they get a card where they have to write a self-affirmation so Mm. you know something kind about themselves because I think that's something that I know I'm continuing to work on is try and be more kind to myself. And it's, it's probably, the, it's way more difficult for me to be kind to myself than to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, so they write that kind word about themselves as well as somebody else in the classroom. They get the curriculum. There's like a video that goes with it, a poster. And, and then my favorite part is there's a letter that we wrote and the teachers are supposed to send a letter home to the parents and the letter says, hey, you know, Mr. Johnson, your kid got this tube of lip balm today, but here's why, you know, this is some of the school's values and it's about speaking kind words. And then it goes into like, prompt the parents to ask the children questions about, you know, have they experienced being bullied? Have they, do they know how powerful their words are? That sort of deal. Cause um, I think my hypothesis is that the real change will come from the home yeah yeah and that one-on-one interaction as opposed to you know a teacher with 33 kids so I think that's what it's exciting to see and we've heard some really good success stories from it um yeah nice that's really that's the school program 
Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I love how you took the feedback and really like, like really absorbed it and was like, how can I take this incredible feedback and like make it even better? You know, reach more. Honestly, it was, I wasn't smart enough to, to come up with it. So it's just so awesome that, you know, people, when they do have ideas or thoughts, like reach out and, and let us know. Cause I mean, we're, I, I, there's no uh, cliff notes for starting a lip balm company. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just like trying to figure it out every day. And when there's amazing ideas like that, like, I'm just so thankful that people care enough to share them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And I can say like, I, my husband and I use it, um, we just got it like last week and started using it. And you can tell from the moment that you put it on that it's different. Like it's Mm -hmm. not, it's so much smoother. Like, so I know you use only like specific um, ingredients and stuff in it. Like, how did you come up with that formula? Um, I poured a glass of red wine and I was (laughs) like, all right, how am I going to figure this out? Um, No, literally I would, uh, I bought, I had, you know, 200 different tubes of lip balm and I got a yellow notepad and I wrote down every ingredient off of every lip balm I could find. I Googled top 10 lip balms. And then I would, if I didn't have that one already, I'd write down the formula or the ingredients. And so I had like these two pages of ingredients and I went through and if it wasn't natural or organic, it got crossed off the list right away. Cool. And then I just began to whittle them down and like figure out, okay, what are the, um, most impactful, healthiest ingredients that are out there. Cause you have to have like a balance of like beeswax is really hard at, you know, room temperature. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have like some olive oil and, and like, so you want to have like, it's like obviously liquid at room temperature. So you kind of, kind of have a mixture of different oils. Cause some like they protect your lips, some nourish. And so they kind of all have different, um, um, jobs to do. And so, I've narrowed it down to like 10 and I'm like, okay, what are, I really like honed in on like these 10 ingredients and tried to like, you know, do I want to have olive oil or castor oil or avocado oil and really got scientific, which I had no background in doing, but I, <laughs> you know, so then I like figure out, okay, these are the ingredients I want to use. And then my weekends, I would literally sit at home and, and make lip balm on my stove. And then I would like, so I made the first batch and I was like, this is horrible. And and then I just kept practicing and making, uh, but at least I had a base formula and I just kept adjusting it and adjusting it until I finally got one that I thought was decent and I would get feedback handed to friends and family. And yeah, so that's kind of how it all started is, you know, I think I watched a YouTube video on how how to make lip balm. (laughs) Well, it turned out really good. Um, That's like, well, especially up here, you know, Alaska, we need that moisturizing <laughs> we need the good stuff mm-hmm. and it's the good stuff for sure yeah for those 40 below days yes exactly exactly um I'm curious you had said you know one day you woke up and you were like I do not want to be in real estate anymore and you said it probably took you a good year before you were like I'm ready to take action I cannot do this anymore so from that point to like leaving real estate. How, how long was that? And I'm, I'm curious because we actually just did a recent episode mm-hmm. on career changes mm-hmm. um, and kind of talked about that um, season for us, how we kind mm-hmm. of did that. So I'm curious to hear from you, like how long did it take and was it hard? Were there, did you ever have a feeling in between where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to stick with real estate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, uh, I knew when I like 
when my mom had that dream, I honestly, like, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life in this mm-hmm. next season. I'm like, and maybe it's going to be the next 50 years. Maybe it'll be the next five, but I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And so that dream was so impactful to me that it made it really clear what I was going to do. So I started working towards like making the formula and doing all that. So while I was continuing to do real estate and I knew that I did real estate for probably another year and a half. Okay. And it was primarily to save as much money as I could, Mm. knowing that I wasn't going to have a salary or have any income coming in when I start this company. For sure. Um, Yeah. So that was basically, I I would have loved to stop if I was, you know, had enough savings, I would have just stopped right then and, and, and been done. But I had to like save up enough so that I could yeah. Um, yeah. start the company. So I'd say it's about another year and a half or so of, and it, and it was hard. I mean, honestly, every day was hard, but I knew, and, it, and I actually even felt bad for my clients and they might not have even known the difference, but I knew that my heart wasn't in it. And it was almost yeah. like doing them a disservice. And, and I try to be as ethical and as, as I can. And, and I take pride in that knowing that I wasn't, I didn't care about them as wasn't mean I didn't do as good of a job as I did when I did love it. I just know I didn't like them as much as I used to. And (laughs) therefore like I, I wouldn't be the right realtor for them moving forward. So, yeah. yeah. So there was that struggle for me, just like it wasn't authentically, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel authentic when I was trying to do real estate anymore. Yeah. I think we both kind of went through Mm -hmm. periods of that too. Um, And in our changes as well. So, yeah. And is this what you do full-time now? Yeah. Yeah. Since January 1st of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was uh, shocked just because of like in the real estate industry, for sure. You know, Minneapolis is a big city, but it's not when you live here for a while and they're like, wait, you're, you're, you're just (laughs) done. (laughs) You're going to, you're just starting a lip balm company. What? So yeah. Um, but, and, and, and I guess you asked one more question and, and it was, there are, there's never been a day since I quit that I wish I was doing it still. That's awesome. And I'm financially in a way worse position than I was <laughs> at the same time. Like I'm so much happier yeah. and there is so much value in that happiness that to yeah. me, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Thanks for sharing that. I think that yeah. that's, yeah. um, what can be so intimidating and scary Mm -hmm. for a lot of people is like, they stay doing something that doesn't necessarily fuel their fire or really bring them much joy at all, but they stay there because financially, or, um, you know, it gives them security. And, um, once you kind of get over that fence and like you said, you know, you planned it out very smart. You didn't just quit. You knew you needed to stay in it and build a savings account and whatnot. But once you kind of get into that position, you realize, wow, you know, sometimes happiness is a lot better than money. Yeah. Yeah. It makes such a difference. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it's not an easy decision, you know, and I was, Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate and unfortunate because I don't, I'm not married and I don't have kids, you know, so I was able to take a little bit of a risk knowing that I could, you know, if crap hit the fan, I could go get back into real estate if right. I really needed to. And honestly, now after being away from it for a couple of years, I don't think I would even go back to it. 
even yeah. knowing that I could go and be, or I've shown that I can be successful in it. Uh, it just would not fulfill me or make me happy. And growing up, I never, I come from a big family and dad was a teacher and mom stayed at home. So there wasn't very much extra money. And when I got into the career early on and started making money, that seemed like I was really happy for a couple of years and I could buy stuff that I'd never been able to have. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I had that stuff, I was like, this doesn't actually make me happy. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it was the friends and the family and the relationships that I had in my life is what really derived that happiness. And, um, and I just don't ever want to forget that. And I say it every time I can, cause it's like money is just, even if kind lips becomes successful and whatever, like I, I would just rather give it away and hang out with friends and family and focus on that. It's just, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, see I'm trying to think if I had any other questions I don't know I think that um covered all my questions uh Denise has the Georgia peach and the sweet I mint. also have the vanilla lemon which is not in the closet what's, what's your favorite <laughs> um you know it is a not being married or having kids that I think each flavor is like a child and you know it sounds dumb to say but it, I really I, I love them all equally sure. <laughs> um, you know I think like right now I'm using the Georgia peach mm-hmm. and I think as soon as I go through a tube then then I kind of switch you know, it up just grab a different one yeah um, but we're also like trying new flavors and um, we have a strawberry that we're just launching and Ooh. we're w- working on wow, a, a bubble gum <laughs> flavor that'll be really fun oh, I'm cool. excited for and um, so that's kind of the fun part is yeah. to be able to like try new flavors and do that sort of stuff. And, yeah. um, and we're just getting to the place now where we have a, some decent traction, you know, we don't, we never had like some viral moment where, you know, anything exciting happened and no one really knows about us in the big scheme of things. And, but we're, you know, we've got a launch with whole foods coming up soon. So that'll oh, be cool. really exciting. Yeah. Just starting to get some traction and, in, 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 um, some of the grocery stores and stuff. So. So it's a fun time to be a part of the business, especially after kind of like losing all my savings in the business and just like, (laughs) all right, I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to like put my faith out there and just hope that it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep smiling. Try to. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're excited to um, promote and share about it. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And if you ever need like flavor testers. (laughs) I will. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. the bubblegum flavor, by the way, will be great for the kids. I was gonna say, my that is right. Up, will be all over that. Yeah, that's right up the the kids' alley. That'll be great for <laughs> classrooms. <laughs> yeah, I think it will be too. It's gonna be, and it's a really cool. It's like a um, all of our flavors are kind of a pastel color, and so mm-hmm. it's like all the flavors put together on one label. So it's a rainbow mm-hmm. label, and I think oh, it's really cool, so. yeah, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. Um, We love the product. We love the story. And thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was really cool of him to come on um, and talk to us about that. So go check out Kind Lips. We will drop their Instagram handle, their website in the show notes. Yes, definitely. 
And um, I mean, the, the product is great. Like it's it's super moisturizing and smooth. It's awesome. So the product's great. The message is great. Um, the the fact that they give 20 percent to end bullying, you know, so basically every time you buy it, you know, 20 percent is going to that, which is really, really awesome. Mm hmm. Um, and since we were talking to Josh and we knew we were going to be talking about, um, kind lips and their message, we did reach out to you guys, uh, in our stories and ask for any listener, um, experiences with bullying. Mm -hmm. And we have a few to share. We're going, we've decided to go ahead and keep them all anonymous. Yes. Um, so those of you who have shared, we see you, we hear you. Thank you for for sharing your story here. Yeah. Um, while Denise is getting that pulled up, my, I don't recall ever having like a specific bully, mm -hmm. but I do know that the words that we say, even when we don't intend for them to be necessarily like mean or negative, the, the things that we say have so much impact on people. Absolutely. Um, which I really, again, kind of going back to the kind lips, I really love how, yes, he's contributing some of the profit to end bullying money-wise, but also the product itself is supposed to remind you to always be kind and to say kind things. Um, I just... I mean, still to this day, not as bad, but growing up, I, one thing that was always like criticized about me was just people always felt the need to be, oh, you're so tiny. You're so yeah. small. Why don't you go eat more? Or, um, you know, you can take this supplement and you're, you look anorexic or whatever. Um, and their words, I mean, they stick with you, right? Absolutely. It's not necessarily, I don't think everybody, like I said, meant to be cruel to me, but it was cruel. You know, yeah. it's, it. the words are triggers in our own brains of, oh, you question yourself. Am I too small? Should I be eating this? Should I be doing that? Yeah. Um, well, and I also just the way people say things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean words the words you choose and the tone that you choose says a lot so whether even if you're saying oh my gosh you're so skinny it's like oh my gosh you're so skinny like you know yeah. there's just like mm -hmm. that little bit of inflection where it's like uh don't like don't why do you feel comfortable talking about my right body I don't know it's just I had my entire like childhood and growing up and you know not so much more and people still point it out but it was always my height mm -hmm. that's always what I was picked on about especially in like elementary junior high because I've been about this tall since like fifth grade so I, I got really? yeah, yeah I got there quick see my inflection yeah <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I was super tall yeah um and it wasn't until high school that you know everyone kind of caught up to me sure and it wasn't so bad, but, like, junior high and, like, the end of elementary school, like, it was rough. Mm -hmm. I It was a constant. It was a constant. Um, no matter what school I was in, whatever, like, kids are just mean. Yeah. And especially when it comes to that, I mean, I have terrible posture now that I still have to, like, remind myself of. Because, like, subconsciously, right. I'm, I'm always trying to be smaller. Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to be, like, down... <laughs> to yeah. everyone else's height 
Um, so yeah, just that kind of stuff sticks with you mm-hmm. and affects you. And yeah, man, it's not, it's not great. Mm-hmm. Like, you really have to remember sucks. to be kind. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah. So like part of it, you know, it, they have a hashtag say something kind. So it's like each time you apply, say something kind. And I think what you said about, um, having a physical thing mm-hmm. to trigger a mental thought or a mental, you know, process is a really smart and like good tool and something that we should absolutely be implementing with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, it's just going to become second nature to them right. if they start it now right. or, or soon. So yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't even think about us sharing our own like bullying stories mm-hmm. um i mean that's pretty much mine same yeah mm-hmm. i mean uh, i can think of like one specific at the at the bank when i worked at the bank i swear <laughs> members were wild <laughs> i got comments all the time but there was one specifically i remember helping this lady at like the sit down desk and um i don't remember what we were doing but i just remember it was like really thorough and like in depth and i was feeling really good about how I was helping her, what I was saying. And she ended the, like, literally ended our interaction with, hey, you should really look into taking fish oil. It will help you gain weight. Um, (laughs) And I just remember being like, excuse me, what? Just, like, super, like, not expected, like, out of the blue. And, like, that was it. Like, she just, she was like, okay, cool. That's, bye. And I, um, what's and crazy about that though, is that was in her head the, the whole entire time, time right. you were interacting. Right. So then how <laughs> I'm feeling, right. I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, I'm giving <laughs> such great member service. I can't wait for like, this just feels good. And mm-hmm. then that, you know, it didn't take much. It was like, what, two sentences. And it just, yeah, it like went to zero myself, um, self-image or whatever went to zero and I think I it was so out of the blue that I think I like went to the back and just immediately like broke down and was Mm. like I'm out I I gotta go figure this out but yeah PSA for anyone listening any comment on anyone's body anything just don't you just really don't just don't (laughs) Mm -hmm. you don't need to offer Mm mm-hmm advice on how someone should change their body so that you think it looks better right what i know (laughs) what and and also uh, when you think that what you're saying about somebody's body is positive like honestly even like maybe second second guess what you're saying because just because you think it's positive doesn't mean that that person's gonna perceive it in the same way yeah because I think you know being skinny is not a bad thing to a lot of people and so I think they feel that what they're saying is not mean yeah um they assume that you're fine (laughs) because right and it's like okay but (laughs) I don't know you guys know what I'm saying but I just feel like yeah if you really break that comment down right it's telling someone to do something to change their physical appearance mm-hmm. because you don't perceive their physical appearance as good right, or right. what you want them to look like. Mm-hmm. None of your GD business, <laughs> right. right? Like, what? 
And if you really want to give somebody a compliment, like, I think it's time to really encourage ourselves to give people compliments that has nothing to do with their physical appearance. Yeah, absolutely. I try and, I try and remind myself of that with, with Ryan. Mm. Um, That's a good point. Of just, like, how I'm complimenting her and what I'm complimenting her on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think my, like, it is tough, right, too, because there are, like... Like, if someone tells me I look pretty today or I look beautiful today or, you know, something like that, like, I'm not the type of person that would be, you're telling me I don't look beautiful all the other days. Yeah. I'm going to be like, thanks. Right. <laughs> like, that, right. that's awesome for me. But some people really will take that as, like, the opposite. So it's hard to, like, yeah. really figure out, like, what you should say, what you shouldn't say. But I do think a good rule of thumb is just, like not focusing on anything Mm -hmm. physical, you know, telling someone like, you're always so positive or Mm -hmm. you have a great smile. I mean, I feel like that's probably okay. You know, there, there are lines, but I think really with anything, hanging out with you brings me joy. yeah, Yeah. I think just thinking about it and would you you know, is that something that you want to hear? Is that, you know, or is it, I don't know. It's it's hard to censor yourself or, like, serene yourself in certain things, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's still, I'm still stuck on the, the lady offering, telling you to... to I know, and I'm like, fish oil? <laughs> really, lady? I don't think that's, that's it. It's not the play, but thanks. <laughs> For real, she did say fish oil. I'm like, okay. I don't think... Mm. <laughs> People are so... Crazy, like I just. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I did also before we get to listener comments or or stories. I just wanted to. So it's really funny that we're recording this particular episode because yesterday mm-hmm. Charlotte came home and she was fine. Like she was fine for like the first couple hours, and then all of a sudden we were just watching TV. Her and I were watching a movie together, and she just looked over at me and was like, mom, can I have a hug? And I was like, yeah, of course. What's, what's going on? She was like, I'm sad. I was like, why are you sad? She's like, well, nobody would play with me today. Oh my gosh. Stop. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I, I tried so hard. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go hug her so hard. (laughs) I tried so hard to, like, keep it together, right? Like, not, you know, just be like, I was like, what do you, what do you mean, you know? And long story short, she's fine. (laughs) It was a very small amount of time that it wasn't all day. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that's what she initially said, right? Um, So she, I guess, had a moment Mm -hmm. where they were, like, playing in the gym. And kids were playing, like, soccer. And then these other kids were playing this. These other kids were playing this. And they just, she asked if they wanted to play, and they said no. Mm. And so it got to the point where, like, she didn't have anyone to play with. And it was just her and... I I know how sensitive Charlotte is. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, ugh, gut gut punch, right? Like I just <laughs> It's the first time that I've had something like this yeah, happen, you yeah. know, like her tell me something like this and you immediately just 
it's so hard to handle. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just want, I just wanted to be like, all those kids are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but then that doesn't help out. <laughs> yeah. They're all dumb. <laughs> Don't worry about them. That's not what I said. <laughs> um, I did actually end up, I'm that parent. I did end up messaging her teacher and just be like, hey, mm-hmm. Not a big deal at all. Like, I'm not... This is not me, like, accusing... At all. I'm literally just curious. You know, Charlotte said this. Um, I was just wondering if you saw that today. And and she was like, um, no, like, she, you know, she pretty much always had a... You know, was always playing with somebody. The only time I didn't see her was when she was in the gym. And that is, like, mm-hmm. when it was... When it happened. Um, and so, later on... Again, I was trying not to pry Charlotte too much because I didn't want her to think it was, like, a big deal. It was just like, oh, so you had to play by yourself. You know, what'd you play? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I guess, long story short, she ended up telling a teacher, like, no one will play with me. Mm-hmm. And the teacher was just like, well, you play by yourself. And so she went and played by herself. Not a big deal. Charlotte, let's be real, probably needs to learn how to play by herself <laughs> sometimes because she's really terrible at it, <laughs> which is probably why it was such a big deal to her, right? right. Mm-hmm. So it was not all day. It was a short period of time that stood out to but her. But large though. for her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So for her, it was like sitting there watching TV and she thought about, you know, mm-hmm. it came to her mind and stuff. And it just, it broke my heart. It was so hard to figure out how to like... Yeah. Navigate that and figure that out. And like, yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, well, claps for you as a mom because she felt comfortable saying, hey. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> it was so sad. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was good. I, you're right. I was yeah. very. I, I was very happy that she told me and that she confided in me and, and we were able to just kind of, like, talk through talk it. and it, yeah. yeah. But it made me think about, you know, this episode and how we're talking about bullying and we're absolutely going to have to go through that with mm-hmm. our kids, like, in any way, shape, or form, right? Like, yeah. we don't know what what is going to happen if they will. I mean, because everyone at least a little bit has something like that happen right so I'm just not ready I'm not ready (laughs) I yeah so I just I thought it was interesting that that just so happened to happen yeah right before we did this episode I know we've said it a million times but I really do like this message for that purpose of like what if every yeah first grader you know had these and when people were being mean like Josh was saying be like hey Denise put your kind lips on yeah you know? like yeah I feel like just this doesn't seem very big or you know a tube of lip balm doesn't seem like it could like change a lot but I think it could have a really big impact yeah. on a lot of butterfly effect right so yeah. like small mm-hmm. you know small little things like that for a lot of people make big changes yeah for sure so yeah mm. so let's get to, <laughs> let's get to some listener uh feedback um who would you like to start with oh and we're keeping everyone anonymous for this Mm -hmm. this episode just because it's a touchy subject and we don't want to yeah yeah so we had asked um if any of our listeners had an experience that they wanted to share and or 
Um, like, what would you tell someone going through that today if, mm -hmm. they, if they were bullied previously? Yeah. I think our... Our one that was like, what would you tell someone who's going through that today? We had someone respond and said, it won't matter in a month slash year. They cannot control you. And I think that is good, like, just keeping it in perspective. Yeah. What, um, what someone is maybe saying or doing to you, try... Really, at the end of the day, you yeah. can't control what other people are going to say exactly. or do um, to you or say about you. And I think... In this way, you know, it's not only about being kind to other people, but also being kind to yourself. Um, yeah. And you can control that, right? You can control what you yeah. say and think about yourself. So yeah, that's the only thing you can control is mm -hmm. is is what you do and what you how you respond yeah. to other people. Yeah. This was another response. Um, so basically, yeah, the question was, have you ever been bullied and how did you get through that? And she said, yes, very much. Kids used to call me pepperoni face and I can name all of them still. Sad, sad face emoji. And then she said, man, I still struggle with self-image. So I don't even know, honestly, like in response of like, what would you tell someone? Mm -hmm. Um which sucks, man. Like, kids kids are the worst. Mm -hmm. Hearing somebody's experience like that just... And wanting them to know, like... Yeah, it's so hard to say, like, don't listen to other people. Because yeah. they, it does. Like, like, we've been saying this whole time. Like, words, what other people say affects how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry that that person had to go through that. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know, I guess I just wanted to, I want to say, you know, we're all, we're all so perfectly made, to be honest. Like, we all look so different. And I think that that's what makes us so beautiful, right? And like, mm -hmm. who, who's to say, kind of like the lady who felt the need to comment on, um, on my weight, right? She felt that I was not up to par with her beauty standards, right. but you can have your, right? Like you can, I don't want to say have your own beauty standards, but you can be okay with who you are. Yeah. Even if other people yeah, want to try and hold you to some yeah, other standard. Well, and half the time people are going to say stuff about you because they're showing their own insecurities, mm -hmm. right? So, like, if you have something, some kind of natural beauty, you're, you're you know, naturally fit, or you, or you work hard to be fit. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, yeah. you know, in, in any way, shape, or form, you have a body that they wish they had or they, you know, um, that they do hold higher. Like, that makes them feel bad about themselves. Right. More of a reflection on them than yeah. it is about you. Yeah. It's more mm -hmm. of a reflection on them than you. Mm -hmm. So try to keep that in mind. You know, people say hurtful things when they're hurting. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Um, and trying to take it with a grain of salt, I know is difficult, but mm -hmm. just kind of the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had one more. Um this person said, I got bullied through most of junior high. Guys called me Butterface. 
I had a girl pick at me for most of my eighth grade year because another girl told her I said something awful about her dad. She stole my phone, tried to poison me. Pretty nuts thinking back. I learned, I'm sorry, I leaned into the friends I I did have. And when I got to high school, I didn't let that stop me from making new friends. And my freshman year ended up being one of the best years and completely bully free. I love that she said she leaned into the friends that she did have. I think that that, I guess going back to the previous comment, um, I think that that's huge. Even if you don't have a big community of friends, right? It doesn't take many um, to be able to lean into and just asking, especially if you're feeling um, like you're in a pocket of self-doubt or self insecurity or whatnot to ask Mm -hmm. them like hey I'm feeling this type of way are you up to like hearing me out or listening to me um lean into your support system yeah um they're there for a reason I think you can find a lot of Mm self-esteem in the people that you surround yourself with and if you don't find a lot of self-esteem in those people maybe don't be around them as much (laughs) because yeah you want the people around you to lift you up to make you feel good about yourself without asking or needing them to right Mm -hmm. so leaning into your your friends and your uh your group of you know family or friends or however your community your tribe Mm -hmm. uh is is always like a helpful thing like definitely People are going to be more happy if you reach out than if they find out later that you were hurting and didn't tell them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know I feel that way. Like, I always want my friends or my family to come to me and let me know if they're struggling with something so I can be there for them in any way they need me to be. Yeah. Even if if it's like, hey, I don't want you to respond to this or, like, I don't need you to say anything in response, but I just need to, like, get it out. Yeah. Um, And that's okay. Like, I think that's a big thing that people get frustrated with other people. They don't say the right thing that you need to hear. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I think always uh, prefacing that, like, hey, I'm about to spill my guts. Mm -hmm. I'm about to vent hard. (laughs) Yeah. I do not need, I don't want you to fix it. Yeah. Just tell me you hear me. Yeah. Yeah. I just want you to listen. And maybe an occasional wow or mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I need. Heart. <laughs> and I think telling people that beforehand needs to be like normalized and spread yeah. around because create the boundary. Yeah, I think I think it's so helpful to tell the other person like this is what I'm looking for, and I know you're the one that will give it to me. Mm-hmm. Like you're the one that will do this for me, for so, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for sharing your stories, your experiences. It's hard. It's this life <laughs> we that we live is is rough, but I think probably the biggest thing out of that is yeah, just lean on your people. Speak mm-hmm. kind words. Yes. To yourself as well. Mhm. Most almost most importantly most to yourself. Importantly, yeah. Yes. We are going to be, probably the next episode will be on navigating loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the next highest vote. Yeah, next highest vote. Um, 
when we did the parental relationships one. So if you guys have anything that you want us to touch on, experiences, questions, um, please send them over to us. Uh, Mental M podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, the email is mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. My Instagram is at Denise Serino. And mine is at Torres J Misses at the double A in J. Um, so thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we really hope you get on this kind lip stuff. It's yes. so good. And one more thank you to Josh at Kind Lips um, for being our first new brand new guest, guest of yeah. this season. Mm -hmm. <laughs>